<laughs> come in, come in. Welcome to the Halloween haunt. This is where you'll discover Halloween traditions and history, weird phenomena, and eerie poems and stories to make your hair stand on end. I hope you're ready, because here he comes, the motivator of the monstrous, the beastly boss, the Halloween haunter. <laughs> Highgate is a fairly famous cemetery in London, England. A city's worth of people are there, about 170,000, and about 53,000 graves. Some famous people are buried or interred there. Douglas Adams, author of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Famous communist Karl Marx. Punker Malcolm McLaren. And Adam Worth, a criminal mastermind who may have been the inspiration for Professor Moriarty, Sherlock Holmes' greatest enemy. It was built in 1839 as part of a collective of graveyards, a modern alternative to the church graveyards in the center of London which were full to the brim. Or is it Rim? Highgate is also famous for something else. The Highgate Vampire. You may think the Highgate Vampire might have shown up when the cemetery was young, in the 19th century. You would be wrong. The graveyard needed to mature, decay a bit, get the proper atmosphere. By the late 1960s, old Highgate had seen better days. Besides being overgrown with weeds and run down, the boneyard was suffering from vandals who were not respectful at all. It was a shame. On the other hand, it was a ripe location for the supernatural or the imagination. Some young folk took to wandering the place on the lookout for the paranormal. In late December, back in 69, one David Ferrant was strolling by and saw some sort of grey figure, as he put it. He wrote a letter, over a month later for some reason, to a local paper, asking if anyone else had seen anything. As you know, when you openly ask if anyone has seen a ghost, there will be several people answering, certainly. And that happened this time. A tall man in a hat, a woman in white. Someone wading into the pond, ringing bells, disembodied voices. You probably won't be surprised that most of the stories were different. Another fellow, Sean Manchester, was quoted as saying he thought the figure was a king vampire of the undead. He'd been a nobleman in medieval times in what is now Romania. This blue blood got into the dark arts. I'm not sure if he died. But he was brought to England in a coffin in the early 18th century, and his followers bought a house for him in the West End. However, at some point he was buried on the site of Highgate Cemetery, before it became an official graveyard, and Sean claimed Satanists revived him in the 60s. Satanists. Don't they ever think before they act? This sounds like a standard vampire story, doesn't it? Almost too standard. He didn't provide details or evidence for the story. Soon after, David Ferrant was reported to have seen dead foxes lying around the cemetery with no sign as to how they died. Well, Sean said this fits right in with his theory. Later, like over a decade later, both reported seeing wounds on the foxes' throats and evidence that their blood had drained out of their bodies. 
It seems David was less eager to label this thing a vampire, but occasionally he would say, maybe it was a vampire. But we love vampires, so guess what it's called now. Oh, that's right. I already told you. At this point, the story feels more like a media manipulation story than a vampire story. I know. I'm disappointed too. A feud developed between these two, and they both said they could get rid of whatever that thing was. Sean said he would have an official vampire hunt on Friday the 13th in 1970. The TV network ITV interviewed both Sean and David, along with others, broadcasted on the 13th. And Bob's your uncle. The graveyard was crawling with vampire hunters, even though the police tried to keep them out. Through the 70s, they got more publicity. I don't know if they orchestrated it or if others did. They were going to meet in a magician's duel on Friday the 13th in 1973. They didn't. David was jailed for vandalism and messing with remains in 1974. He said it was those pesky Satanists. Most all of the details seem to come from books these gentlemen wrote in the 80s and 90s or interviews with them in other books. Again, it seems like a standard old-fashioned vampire film. They have done okay for themselves, it seems. They are both paranormal investigators, exorcists, authors, speakers. Neither gives the other any credit. I considered relating more accounts of the Highgate Vampire, but honestly, most are simply stories written on websites with no attribution, and I couldn't connect them to a reliable source. I am pleased to tell you, though, that the cemetery is open, although a tour is recommended. There are parts which look overgrown and spooky. Other parts look very Victorian and Gothic and spooky, while other parts have interesting modern headstones. I suggest you take a look for yourself if you ever find yourself in London. Just make sure you treat the graves with respect. You never know who you'll run into. You'll find much more including Bishop Sean Manchester's blog and the website of David Ferrant, president of the British Psychic and Occult Society, at thehalloweenhaunt.com. <laughs>